0: Got it
1: yet? I'm
0: getting there. Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. No, No, not coming yet. No, it's not coming. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got in that ring of fire. There you go. (laughs) That's a uh, that was my ukulele version of That was awesome. Yeah, you had no clue what it no, was. No, I didn't, but I was really enjoying never it. Have you ever listened to Johnny Cash before? No, but I saw the movie You never Joaquin listened Beans. to Johnny Cash. No. Unfo- do you know who Luke Bryan is?
1: Yes, I know who he is. Oh god.
0: That's terrible. I know. There's a meme there's a, like an internet meme which goes out, I love it. It's a picture of um, I th- it's Chris Christopherson and who's a famous uh, outlaw country. I know who <laughs> he is. And Johnny Cash, who he played that song. <laughs> uh, and there's a picture, is an internet meme. So you know have like the memes? Uh-huh. And it said, it said at the bottom, Luke Bryan, and below that, never heard of her. <laughs> 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 oh, it's my type of humor. And then like another internet meme was that's um, a dad joke right there. <laughs> another internet meme was um, um, it had. Let's see if I get this right. Waylon Jennings, um, Johnny Cash. Chris Christopherson and Willie Nelson. Okay. The four of them, like kind of like in like sitting there, right. Just Spoken looking all r- Rugged. <laughs> <laughs> it said, um, uh, it says, Oh, I hope I don't lose it right now. Um, if you don't, oh! If you don't know who we are, you probably listen to Luke Bryan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aww, I love it. Not to insult any Luke Bryan fans out there, oh, he's terrible. but Jake's <laughs> he's insulting you right now.
0: <laughs> I'm just keeping it real now. I'm just gonna raw. That's right. Well, we're that, 14 <laughs>
1: podcasts in.
0: Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> we
1: already decided we're not even gonna have a script anymore.
0: We're done. We're throwing it out the window. <laughs> we're done. Um, hey, Megan, how's it going? Hey, Jake. We are back. Um, uh, we didn't. Did we go anywhere last week? Yeah. Well,
1: you went out of town, That's but right. we were we've been consistent last week. Did we talk week last week? <laughs> we did. Okay. Uh,
0: I was actually only home. I'm gonna for try not to
1: take that personally. I was
0: only home for two uh two days in the past and then you went to boulder
1: yeah tell me about that
0: boulder colorado um i actually terrible say i didn't have any good things to say about it other than my like the people i spoke to everything was great but i didn't like really venture outside of the hotel i maybe went like a half a mile radius around it the landscape was beautiful everything was awesome um but i think it was more just towards i was towards the end of my travels and i was done uh and I, i came back with chap lips and uh, <laughs> it's
1: very very dry out <laughs> west it's very very dry
0: i uh no but i had a good time I mean, a lot of really really good people um beautiful scenery you know you come in i think it's the rocky mountains you can kind of see yeah. yeah and everything
1: and you can see the flat irons when you're in boulder
0: yeah i think that's what it is um but it was kind of cool dri- you know flying over top of that and then but i did panic because so there was a driver that picked me up because i was actually going to speak at, i was asked to go speak at this gives a final keynote talk at oh so you had oh, a driver right. To drive. And it literally came up <laughs> on top. There's an iPad that said Jake Carney. And I was like, oh, my God. And, and was, you're in like your shorts and flip flops. Yeah. And this is Ron, Ron, the limo driver. And his name is Ron. Um, so Ron, the limo driver, um, get in the car. He's he he's a talker. Ron's the talker. Oh, God. But he says, "Hey, where are you flying from? We're talking for a little bit. And then like it's, there's like, God forbid, there was 45 seconds of quiet time. He's like, do you want to know the reason why I asked where you came from? And I said, sure, Ron, have at it. <laughs> And he said, because um, I like to see where the elevation people come from because you can get really dehydrated and really sick once you fly into here. That's true. And I'm like, oh my God. And he's, and I was like, well, I came from, you know, South Florida. I probably came from elevation of five feet, <laughs> not five hundred five five feet. And uh, he's like, well, he's like, you should really, I have some water back there. You should really drink that water. You don't want to get sick. And now I'm panicking, like in my head. I'm thinking, oh my God, I've never <laughs> been here before. And so I was like, what about, you know, how does this compare to like Salt Lake City? He was like, well, He's like, you're pretty high up there and everything. So I'm like, starting to like tell myself in the head, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be good. But Ron, the limo driver, you know, literally met, had me panicking because I thought I was going to pass out in the back of his limo. He's <laughs> going to drop me off somewhere. And I don't know. So uh, that was my start to Colorado. You
1: know, it's funny because it is the elevation there is really high. Did, I don't know if you had a beer or anything while you sure, were there. Yeah. But when I was out in Breckenridge a few years ago, I had one beer and because of the elevation and I'd never been there before, it hit me as though I had like three beers. No,
0: I didn't have that at all. Yeah, at all.
1: Um, I know Boulder's more in the valley. Yeah, maybe because I wasn't like
0: on top of a mountain peak drinking beer. But you can really
1: feel the elevation.
0: I should have had a Coors Light, right, being in there. (laughs) (laughs) You have all these great craft beers. I'll take a Coors Light. (laughs) Tap the Rockies. In a glass. Silver Bullet. Um, No, but they had a really good craft beer. Um, The cool thing about Boulder was... um, I guess they're really into healthy eating and everything. So there was a bunch of restaurants that were non-GMO, organic, gluten-free. And if they, and if they did have any of that, it was labeled, which was pretty cool. Um, uh, creature of habit. I like to go back to a place that I think is good. So I was there for a couple of meals, and I went to one restaurant, I think two or three times. Um, but they had you know, gluten-free organic nachos and burritos, and I was all about it. And
1: that. everybody out there is a stoner, so it's like you can feel yeah. good about it, too. And they
0: each had, and this is my favorite, my guilty pleasure other than pizza. Um, they had fried uh, dill pickle chips. Yeah, I love oh fried my pickles. God, they were so good, and they weren't spears; they were like sliced. The spears, oh, delicious spears! spears you spears have to get the chips. You have to, to get, get the, the chips. Yeah. Um, so ate there, and there's a place out there called. I just spit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw um, that fly across. Yeah, the you table. Can just call me out on that. <laughs> you should see the microphone, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Uh <laughs> i'm fired up the um there's a place out there called garbanzo Mm -hmm. Uh, have you heard of it yeah oh yeah so it's like i guess it's like a chain Garbanzo's grill or something yeah Mm -hmm. it's a chain but it was like you go through like the whole line and they get like pita first time i had a falafel never had a falafel never had a falafel falafel falafel. i loved it and so i got something i forgot like a salad with something on it and i was like can I get like some of those falafels on the side? They were like, this is like the protein meal. I was like, "What? I'll pay I'll pay for it. Just throw some in there. I want to try them. And they were really they're good. They're really good. Really good. Yeah. can
1: make them at home, they're very easy to make.
0: Made out of what? Like chickpea uh-huh. or garbanzo beans yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Have you ever made them?
1: I have not made them. So
0: they're very easy. You tell me they're easy. I hear they're very easy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, uh, so what were you doing while I was gone? Just waiting for oh, your to turn? Oh, just waiting for
1: you to call <laughs> me. <laughs> just sitting by the phone. No, I am actually preparing because I go out of town tonight. I am going to Austin, Texas, just where you were from, Yes. Or where you just came where from. Where just I came say. from? Let me re that. Rephrase that. Wow. Yeah. I think the cold brew is. Hitting where do you
0: me. do? You f- do you fly from? I fly Miami um, to Austin. Yeah. There's so many direct flights from Miami, huh? Yeah. Oh,
1: I. I I think because I live near an international airport, like it's actually like, that. Only
0: like fifteen minutes away if you hit it the right time. If you know how to drive, that's right.
1: Jake, it took you. You drove at the no, right time. I got time. there
0: fine. Getting to your house,
1: that was <laughs> yeah. that was really tough. But um, yeah, so since I live near the Miami airport, that's where we always fly out of, so you can get direct flights. Unfortunately, though, on the way home there wasn't a direct flight, so we have to change planes in Dallas. Work? I know. So it's like literally. What airline do you fly? American.
0: Do you want to give your flight number out for everybody that wants to follow along? <laughs>
1: Would anybody like to upgrade <laughs> me, please? So I'm going to the Austin Do you fly City. first class? No, oh. not yet. I'm accruing points so that one day I can. <laughs> one day when I'm able to afford it, now, do I'll you only find?
0: Do you only fly American just because, or is that just what was the cheapest ticket?
1: Yeah, I looked at the tickets, but also American I just find because it's easier to fly out of Miami because it's a hub there. Are you
0: a browser? Do you look at the like, sh- shop like a bargain hunter? I
1: am, and I also, when I'm going on certain trips, I um, there's a great app out there if anybody hasn't heard of this, it's called Sky Scanner. Ooh. And you can put it on your smartphone or your iPad or whatever, and it can will. We ca-
0: can we stop calling them smartphones
1: yet? No. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be like, you know, if you have your Samsung. I didn't mean, I didn't
0: mean you. <laughs> you really are fired up I today. <laughs> I am fired
1: up. So it's an, it's an app called Sky Scanner, and if you're traveling or if you know you're going to be going somewhere in a few months, you can actually plug in flights and it yeah. will track them and it will send you emails if the flights go up in price or down in price. Oh wow. Yeah, so a couple of years ago when I was telling you I went to California, um I ended up Colin and I ended up flying out to California round trip on Virgin Atlantic, which was like an amazing, yep. amazing airline. We flew out there to California for like $200. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've so
0: heard the Virgin flights are nice. It's they're kind of like really you don't, don't have nice. to get first class because it's just you don't
1: need first class on Virgin. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I've only ever been on those. Is it packed
0: too? Or is No, it I mean, it's like
1: any other flight where, yeah, yeah. There, I mean, we were going on a direct flight to California, so it was pretty packed. Yeah. But it's just so cool. I've man. only ever been on that once. Oh, but yeah, we're going to Austin because we're going to the Austin City Limits Music Festival. Who,
0: who is headlining the Austin City Limits? Oh, Cinemans. all of your favorite bands, favorites. Jake. Well, oh, it's man.
1: there's all different kinds of music that Dave are going to be there. Dave Matthews is he
0: going to be there? No, Dave I don't Matthews. Know. God, I, but he's like a he's like a tour he's like a festival player. He comes thing, to right? South
1: Florida every summer. He was just here in July. Yeah, but like but, he,
0: but he used to go to the he, tour like yes, Lollapalooza. Yes, yes. When you were a young, Jam, is Pearl Jam going to be when there? You were
1: a young man. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam has been there before. They're going to be there. No, they're not going to be there this. Year. I'm just gonna throw out a couple yeah. of different groups. So let you me tell, tell me. you. Let me tell Let's you. Let's play <laughs> this game. Well, okay, then get your iPod updated from like 2007. I don't have an iPod; it's an
0: iPhone. <laughs> um, all right, let me just—you uh, said the Strokes. The Strokes are
1: going to be there this weekend.
0: That's a rock band, that's right? That's a rock band. They're there's kind of There's some
1: hip hop music that's going to be there, like Drake. Yeah. No and one's the like that. Weekend, my boyfriend does. That's the like the real reason he wanted to come.
0: The band is called the Weekend. The or? Foo Fighters will the be Foo there. Foo Fighters, there we go. They're
1: really cool. He, Dave Grohl he he broke awesome. his leg or something. Yeah, he broke his leg. And he over like the plays summer.
0: on a throne.
1: Dave girl is awesome. Okay. I'm like not even as crazy about the Foo Fighters and I just respect him so much as a person and a businessman and a musician. He did a really cool documentary on um, HBO. He's just... Home box office, what this thing. Home box <laughs> office. Do you remember when it used to be called home box office? Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> I remember do you remember like when you would have cable and you could you would only have HBO like I remember being young and my dad had HBO at his house and We would go visit him on the weekends and it was like so extravagant don't like turn
0: like it on after midnight Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was like so extravagant and now it's like yeah. you go somewhere and like if they don't have 900 channels you're like oh
0: oh, I don't have cable you don't have cable here no well oh. you guys aren't really all TV I have is watchers. like all I have is you the watch Netflix Amazon box
1: a lot of people. Now well, it's not
0: in box. It's like it's like, I have like a have Vizio TV, TV, which has the Amazon thing in there, oh. and so I have an Amazon Prime account. So. If you look at my recent history, it's this. It's Curious George, (laughs) Daniel Tiger, um, a a couple like, you know, Frozen's on there, but a couple other like documentaries and stuff like that. So
1: Very eclectic mix of things you watch.
0: Yeah. Um, And then I also have the Apple TV too.
1: Everybody has Apple TV now. I think that's interesting or Netflix or I think that it's interesting that a lot of people are getting rid of cable to get Apple TV and Netflix where, where, where Where it really
0: falls through is if you want like local news and stuff like that and or like headline news what it's called like at the yeah. six o'clock whatever hour um and then also live events so if there's like sports channels so i will also at that point i will you know text my sister who lives across the street can i come over and say so, no no, no. <laughs> what i'll say is can i have your comcast login username oh, so i come can on. watch you know the super bowl or whatever or watch the first quarter and then fall asleep so uh, how is your cold brew how's your cold coffee we, my cold brew coffee is so
1: him. good okay so i'm really upset about this so last week if you guys Missed the podcast? Shame on you! I was telling Jake all about how much I love cold brew coffee, which was amazing because last week we had a very special announcement on the show, which was the debut of Lucy's Brew. Yeah, we have good coffee to say. Oh no, you're fine. Go for it. (laughs) So the Alternative Daily now has Lucy's Brew. It is an organic, free trade. It's a medium brew.
0: Yeah, medium roast is what you medium say. Medium roast. <laughs>
1: Excuse me. Oh my God. Shame on me. So, I was telling everybody about making cold brew coffee, and I love it so much. And as soon as I left here, Jake, you were all amped up. You I even, did. You even sent me a photo of you your I did mason it. jars with the beans soaking. And then I came back today, and you don't like it. No, and I love it. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> um,
0: I haven't had it since I've been back, okay? Um, I had it before I left. And before I left, I don't know if I was coming down with something or just getting over that cold that I have. I just was not, like, feeling it. Um, I have not had it since. But I, mean, I just was, I had, like, two cups of it. I wasn't feeling it. It could have been the way I did the grounds. It could have been the way I did a whole bunch of things. But does that taste fine to you? I think it tastes delicious. I'll try, then I'll try it cold again because I feel I'm 100% again. I'm I think good. it
1: tastes delicious. I mean, some people do like hot coffee. Some people like a stronger coffee. Yeah, I mean it's like 90
0: degrees out, and I'm having a hot coffee. Yeah, right now. see
1: that's not my style at all. But you did serve it to it. me Let in me a very you did serve it to me in a very fancy glass. I am I'm drinking my, it. My chap lips are going. On I am. There, that's okay. I am drinking it out of a tropical.
0: It's like what you would say, like a um, like a wine glass. No, or yeah, or it's it's like a, a margarita glass. glass. It's like got a bamboo. Stem. I guess I drink
1: my wine out of a margarita glass and i texted my boyfriend i sent him oh, a yeah, photo i sent him a photo of this coffee that you made me in this and i wrote this is how a real man serves me cold brew <laughs> and he wrote me back and said yeah a real man who doesn't know how many glasses you've broken this week ah. i am having a really weird week i have in the past 5 days broken two glasses and a glass bowl
0: oh wow isn't that weird? <laughs> I mean, you you cook a lot, right? It's yeah, but like it. I
1: never have broken anything ever, and then in the span of less than a week, all these different things. Because you're I so touch, excited about going
0: to Austin City Limits to see Drake and <laughs> Lil <little> Bow Wow.
1: <laughs> the Weekend.
0: The Weekend. <laughs> Is that a rap group? It's called The Weekend.
1: It's a guy. It's a <laughs> and he sings like R-, R-, R and B and rap. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. He's got game. it. All right,
0: good. that's enough of that one. <laughs> um, no, it's funny you actually talk about, so we talked about, we were talking about Boulder um, and I did want to kind of recap a little bit because I did give my-
1: Yeah, so why were you in Boulder? Why was I there? Um,
0: let's just stop talking about Drake right there. Let's just go back to me. I want to talk to me, talk about me. No, um, so I was there because it was really cool because it was actually a group of, um, I would say like 60, 70 entrepreneurs. Um, folks ranging in every age from like, you know, from 30 to, you know, 60, 70 years old, which is really cool. There's like 70 year old people that really want to start their own business. And so, um, I, there was like 19 speakers throughout the course of three days. Um, the first one was a really good speaker. Um, I know him. He's a good friend. His name's Michael Fishman, does good, does an awesome speech. He's just smooth. And he talks about having, you know, purpose driven, um, you know, businesses and stuff like that. And then you get into your, like how to market, how to do sales, how to do all these type of things. And then this was, I literally closed it out. I was literally the last speaker and it's good because this is the only good part which was I actually got to read the room and like I had my talk and everything. And so I was thinking, oh, okay, you know, this is, this is great. I'm gonna do this. And as I sh- started hearing like questions and everything, I was like, oh man, what I have is I need to rework this. So I literally spent like, instead of taking notes while people were like talking, and stuff, I was taking notes. I'm like, I can't say that. I should say this Bam. And so what I would do <laughs> was I literally, and I'd never gotten up other than college. I had never gotten up in front of more than three people and said anything. So, I literally like workshop this in my, in my hotel room. And I would literally for a break when there was a break, I'd go up and like, I'd work on like my first 10 minutes. And then, you know, what, what was the word that was going to spur me in my second one? And, um, and I didn't want to do slides, like slides to me are boring. Now, people are good. There was one really good talker there who was, I mean, God, was polished. Like a lot of people were, like really polished with their slides and everything. Great. But I was just going to tell a story. That's all I wanted to do was just tell a story. And it's how I started this. You know, I shared an earlier mm-hmm. podcast with my meditation, scared, panic attacks, all that good stuff. And so I've been actually reading up on a lot of like storytelling and speaking and everything. And so I just wanted to be a little bit different. So I started it with, um, and I've been kind of getting some help with this. And you really want them to kind of like focus in on you. You don't want to come like, oh, so I grew, you know, this business to blah, blah, blah. It was like, I, you know, I really wanted to focus. So literally... I needed to come up with what was gonna be my first sentence, right? And so I started it with, um, and I worked this for a while, and I was, um, it was, so I, they introduced me, said a whole bunch of these nice things, and somebody I've been working with said, make sure you pause for like three or four seconds. And he's like, as soon as it gets, Uncomfortable. That's when you go because that's when like you want to come up there and you want to bring some tension to it because you want people to focus on it. Because if you go up there like, oh hey thanks Buck and oh you know, <laughs> you know little did you know he's a good karaoke guy. Well you know you don't want to do that. You really want to. If you want to do it the way I did it, you got to bring it. You got to bring like the, the tension to the room. So kind of introduce me, and you they like, stop and I have my head down and I'm like, oh my god it's getting really uncomfortable. And that <laughs> I was like bam. And so my first sentence that I let off with and I'm not gonna give the whole talk obviously was um. When I was four years old, I had these frightening, terrifying nightmares. And so it's kind of like, and you're expecting somebody to tell you, like, close everything out. You're like, what? And so, like, at that, and then like, and I looked up, and like, everybody's like, woof, captivated. And then, like, I went, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. But it's funny, is, and I, there was no timer at the back, and I had my watch with, like, set. And I had, like, I knew at like 10 minutes I should be here. At 20, I should be here. 30, I'm here. How
1: long was the speech?
0: It was like 47 minutes. That's a long time. Yeah. So after, like, I'm going through and going through I'm going through, like, I'm working through, like, my first, like, 10, 15 minutes, and I know it kind of hit my spots. And I look down at my watch, and, like, in my head as I'm talking, I'm I, I, I'm getting it out, but I'm also thinking, I should be well along now. And I look down at my watch, and it's like, two and a half minutes into it. I'm like, <laughs> God, <laughs> I picked it up and ran from there. Um, looking back on it, there are some things that I left out, whatever, but um, it was really good. So to kind of like wrap it up, it was kind of dovetailing of what I said last week on last week's podcast, now that I remember it, which was, um, you know, you can do it, right? Just, you got to get out of your own way. And how I did it was like, literally, I just took like baby steps every day. It's like one step, you know, if I wanted to build this company, the Alternative Daily, I was going to write one awesome article today. And then tomorrow, I'm gonna write another article and just do a bunch of things. And so, again, I'm not gonna bore everybody with what I said. Um, but it, for me, like I felt like I nailed it. Like I'm, I'm probably my biggest critic. I would say, out of a one out of like when I was practicing it, I was doing like a five out of ten. And then like the last time I practiced it, I was I was like, that's a nine out of ten, ten out of ten. When I gave it, probably an eight out of ten. Which so I was Which means happy. it was
1: probably a ten, and you're just which, being which, tough no. On I, I would say
0: I would say it was eight out of ten because because I, I, I wanted to get more laughs, but I didn't do a lot more jokes <laughs> in there. Um, but i know and so anyway so here's the cool thing is that once i ended you know they did like a little Q and A session and everything so i get done i take that weird ear piece off and i walk to the back and uh and it's like in this the people come up like right up to me like the guy's not even done talking like wrapping up the show at that point people are coming up and talking to me like oh my gosh you know what i already bought He was like you mentioned keely meditation i already bought the book i'm like how did you already buy the book he's like I was like, did you buy it while I was up there talking? He's like, yeah, I got it on a Kindle right there. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy. That's really cool. And so like a, a couple other people were asking, you know, what is you know what is the med- meditation? Can you spell it out? Um, and then, you know, how did you do this? How did you do that? And everything. And then I, my talk was done at five. I didn't get finished till like seven just talking to people. Wow. Yeah. And so I just heard it was like I was – and I would say I was not the most polished. There was some really – there was – Way better speakers up there than me and they did awesome. They did an awesome job. I just wanted to end it with you know And here's how I kind of I got I was like I was I, you know, I'm just like you guys I was literally right there where you are where you're just you're just scrapping at the bit trying to make this work And I'm here to tell you you can you can absolutely just got to get out of your way And I kind of like elaborated even more on that and so, so many people came up and saying how nice that was and everything um, and I'm not gonna pat myself on the back at all for that but um one dude came up and wanted to take a picture with me, he took like a <laughs> selfie with me, uh, but it was really cool. It was um, so I spent like two hours talking with people afterwards, um, and I felt bad. One of the guys I was talking to was really nice. He was, you know, he actually asked me if I wanted to do dinner um, after we got done t- talking. But at that point, you know me, like at that point, you just need to be alone. I needed to be alone, so I was like, <laughs> I gotta go upstairs, you know, and just kind of, you know, crash. Like I got a beer and like just went upstairs, and then um, came back down, and then I was like looking around. I was like, should I do? I was like, no, I'm just gonna go to dinner by myself. And it was, it was. All- It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I I had such like anxiety all week of like, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And when it was done, it was like, so
1: I was, I think it's cool because I was worried for you or wondering for you, like, as you're saying, you know, you had the entire weekend to take notes on the speech, but at times that can be really scary too, because the whole time all you're doing is thinking about, I have to go. Oh my God. Oh my God. I have to go. I'm the kind of person that I would have, if I could have done it, I would have wanted to be, like, one of the first people. Yeah,
0: or, you know, the other thing I was thinking about was just... Because some people do this, just fly in that day, do your talk, and leave. And so, I thought about that. And funny thing enough, like, the weekend before, like, I had a lot of anxiety about it. And I was like, I think I'm just going to call in sick. I'm going to tell them I can't do it. And I was like, I can't do that. So, I went in. I missed, like, the first couple talks because I got in late on Friday. But I'm so glad I got to sit there from the same point of just kind of, like, reading everything and, and getting an, you know, an understanding of folks. Um, but... It was still like, Okay, today I don't have to give a talk but you know, it's gonna be tomorrow at this time and it's just kind of like, Okay, now there's four hours left three hours left two hours left. oh my god i'm after this guy that type of deal
1: have you ever watched um any ted talks before yeah i have it's yeah. just amazing sometimes how some people like don't look like much and then they can have yeah. these really captivating speech speeches and then other times you know you think oh wow that person i can't wait to hear what they have to say and then yeah it's just kind of even like, my family oh, well. was
0: like well can you uh can you can you do your talk for us and everything i was like no <laughs> absolutely not i'm not i'm not doing that so that was my um so that was my talk that was in boulder um but it was, not, it was like this it was the night of the supermoon and stuff like that. And and somebody texted me like, you know what, you should go out there and look. I was like, I can't. I'm just like, I'm just <laughs> mentally spent. I'm gonna eat these beautiful organic gluten free falafels, <laughs> gluten free nachos, and I did get pickles after my talk. I'm gonna drink <laughs> this beer. I'm just gonna relax. And it was like, it was like a pure like enjoyment. Just, just it was just good. And so, yeah, you push yourself out of your comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, and so which goes into the next topic, which was like, um, you know, getting out of that comfort zone. And I've had to do it a lot in these pat in this past month. And um, it's just. It kind of like stretches you out stretches you thin so when you come back when you have to go back out like really like a like a rubber band you can go out a little further now and um it's just been good to get out of my comfort zone and you know when, when i gave that rant last week on there um you know some people were saying you know oh now you're just only talking about yourself and all these types of things and that's what happens is when you get out of your comfort zone you kind of like want to do your own type of thing you're gonna get lash back. You're gonna get you know some negative feedback from people, and um, I don't know if you've had any of this with like what you've done because now you I mean you literally put your face out there, yeah. <laughs> and so, but I don't know if that's what how you've always been like that. But like for me, when I kind of stepped out of this, like you know, it, oh my god, why are you doing that? And oh, that's kind of cheesy. Why are you saying that? And and it's just um, I know also people are like, kind of being funny, but it's also like, hey, I'm just you know I'm just trying to do what I'm trying to do. Uh, but I know I realize like a lot of people. Yeah, it's fine. You know, a lot of people just don't want to get out of their comfort zone. And so if you tell them, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I put it on my back. I'm going to do it. It makes them feel uncomfortable a little bit, which then can come back as, is some negativity.
1: I think also that sometimes when you're doing something that maybe other people might be a little bit afraid to do themselves or take on themselves that can almost make them, as you said, almost a bit, I think deep down, even if it's subconsciously like jealous or negative yeah, towards sure. you, because they see that you're able to do something, Yeah. you know, um, when, I went, when we were talking about it last week, like when I took the risk back in November to work freelance and I left like a full-time salary job and I was like, I'm going to go at it alone and do my thing and see if I can make it work. You know, I had the friends and people, everybody was supportive, but people that would make those jokes where, you know, they're not really, they're joking, but they're not really, they'd say, oh, it must be so nice. And oh, yeah, look yeah. at you. And it was In a way negative, but I mean, I just used it to fuel myself and, you know, my drive. But I think it was because deep down, as maybe I would have said to somebody, if I had been stuck in my situation and never had the courage to move out of it. I think that sometimes we can... Not necessarily mean to be mean to someone else, but I think it's because it's almost like they're a reflection of what we want to do and our own insecurities come to life from that.
0: When I I used to work in an office and stuff like that and I would tell people, you know, I want to run my own business. I want to start my own thing. I want to do this. You know, so many people would be like, oh my God, why would you want to do that? You know, oh. You know, don't you realize how nice you have it here and everything? And it's just a reflection of them just Mm -hmm. saying, you know, I'm just kind of comfortable sitting here in my cubicle. And and again, I just bring it back to the job because that's my specific example. But the same thing with like eating healthy, right? And so like, you know, no, I actually don't want to go, you know, I don't want to eat, you know, that fried, you know, chicken right now. Just have like a side of beans or something like that. And you get those looks from people. Yeah, if you're out with friends and you want to order the salad and everybody teases you for it. Yeah, and so that's just, and that's part of it because it's, and I also look at it. It's like a good checkpoint. If you're making people feel uncomfortable from not being like a yeah, don't be a creep. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't don't be an asshole. But like, if you're making people feel comfortable because you're because you're doing what you believe is 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 right and what's working for you, it's almost like a good checkpoint of like, hey, this is you know this is okay. This is the right path because you know the uncomfortable path more often than not, is the right path, right?
1: It's funny, uh, going in a completely different direction from that um, last month, we're we're around Labor Day. I go, my God, that was a month ago, Labor Day weekend. Um, When I was in North Carolina, this is a similar but different kind of example. We went whitewater rafting and... My boyfriend and I and this other couple that we were with on the trip, my best friend and her husband. And the four of us went on this rafting trip. And when I was researching rafting trips, which I've only been whitewater rafting. I did it in Alaska, but that was like a guided thing. You didn't actually raft. I mean, you didn't actually paddle. You just sat there. But I had only done it ever one time before. So I looked up all these different river adventures and whatever. And when I was planning the trip, I was talking to my girlfriend about it. And I was like, okay, you know, like, should we do this river or this river? You know, like, I'm kind of nervous. How's it going to be? And she was like, let's just do the most hardcore one. You know, like, let's, we got to do it. Let's try it. So it was like class three and four out of five rapids on this trip that we went on. So I was really, really excited, and I was a little nervous the day of. I mean, everybody's kind. Of, it's nerve. It's nerve wracking. It's scary. Sure. Anything that like requires you to like wear a helmet and a and, vest and, and sign
0: up piece of paper that says You're probably, you you could die. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's one of those things where you get a little bit nervous. And we were going on the trip, and we're down the river, and you know, it's not rapid after rapid. You know, you have a couple times yep. where it's slow, and I know we had the most amazing guide, and he said to us, he's like, okay. Who wants to be like, who wants to be really get the ride? Who wants, you know, to really feel it? And so Colin and I were like, we'll do it. So we sat in the very, very front. So if you've ever seen like on these rafts. I can see both
0: of you just like hands up. Woof, yeah, we'll we're do like it. that couple. Before he like, even finishes it, as, like, us.
1: Yeah, we're going to do it. So we sat in the front row or whatever of the boat. And if you're in a raft, you can tuck your feet underneath the sides yeah. of the seat in front of you. But if you're in the front, you can't really do that. You almost just have to like put your weight in your heels like brace down but yeah. there's nothing to hang on to or anything and so the guy was explaining to us that on this course that we went on on this river it was actually the site of like the olympics the summer olympics back in the 80s like okay. this really cool very very intense one portion of the river so i mean by the time you're done you go through it it's been maybe two minutes but it feels like you're in it forever And the guide was telling us, listen, it's going to be very intense. We might fall out, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's what you do, da, da. All these different things. And we were about to go on it. And I was literally so scared. I was trying to keep it cool. And I'm like in my mind thinking damn, like, why did I say I was going to sit in the front? Oh, my God, this is so stupid. Like, I'm going to get so hurt. Like, I can't get my face smashed. Like, yeah. I work on television. <laughs> like, What am I going to do? So nervous, so nervous. And then I was, like, telling myself. And then I had that other voice in my head that was like, no, this is fine. You're going to be fine. You're not going to yeah. die. You're going to be okay. It's good to put yourself in these situations every now and then. Like, you know, that adrenaline and, like, make your heart rate and stuff. And we went through it. I survived. We didn't fall out. It was Freaking amazing. Yeah. And then the rest of the day, like we were all so elated, but myself personally, I was like proud of myself that I did something oh, that yeah. I was so scared to yeah. do. And then I did. And it like makes it gives you a little confidence. Well, that's, a, that's another
0: thing. A lot of what you said right there is like when you have that voice in your head that says, you know, don't do it. Yeah. Everybody has that, right? Oh my God, Every yeah. single, and like when I, fr- like I went for the longest time thinking, like, I'm the only one that has that. And I think a lot of people need to know that, like, everybody goes through that. I was talking of with course. one speaker about what I was going to do. And, you know, I was like, you know, do, do you get nervous? And this one that I actually was talking to, he was, and he's an excellent speaker. And he didn't speak at this one, but he's, his name's Bo Eason. He's this excellent speaker. And um, he was like, yeah, he's like, I wake up and I just don't want to do it. And I'm like, oh, my God, somebody like you says that. And so it's it's important to know that it's just like every majority of people have that. We're like, oh, oh my God, this is going to be too crazy. I don't want to get in my comfort zone. But you just got to do it. right? I
1: go on jobs now. Sometimes I'll book jobs and have to film stuff. And right before we're like ready to roll, I can like I start to get like a little bit shaky jittery like nervous and i don't get that doesn't make me yeah. nervous at all so i think it's normal i think it's cool and then when you can push yourself out of those limits like you had after your talk in boulder or like i had after the whitewater rafting trip you feel so empowered and you feel so good like i really thought that after that trip i could do anything yeah. you know and that's a nice feeling oh,
0: it's definitely a nice feeling that's like that's why I wanted to go to dinner by myself and just kind of like truly like enjoy treat and, yourself. And treat to myself, something. I, I took myself on a date, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but it's a getting out of that comfort zone is, is I, I've started to do more of that in my life. And more often than not, you know, the, the, the uneasy way is usually like the best way. Right. Um, and trying to always take the easy way out. You're just going to kind of just, you're gonna get left behind. So that's what I wanted to go through with that one. Um, and so The next topic we want to go to is something relevant and something relevant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the hurricane is coming. Um,
1: Yes. Well, we have Hurricane Joaquin. He has now this is as of this morning. So October 1st, he was upgraded to a category three. And it looks like he's the direction that he's coming. So he's headed, you know, west right now. He's headed towards the United States. He's actually going to make a sharp turn now to the north. Right. So Florida, of course, we're
0: always now has it. Now has it done anything bad to the Bahamas at all? Or is it just no, kind of no, off there? no? It's I it's will tell literally going to just like go off, make been, a hard right. It has been beautiful for waves these past this mm-hmm. past week. So once I got home, I literally went out. And during the summertime in Florida, like you, there's not much surf. It's just basically like what we call like the Lake Atlantic but you know every single day drop off noah at school and then go surf it's just been phenomenal and so when it comes to like a lot of people think you know with hurricanes you get like these high you know waves and stuff and that does happen but because it's so far out um, you know a couple hundred miles off it's just kind of sending this constant swell to us and it's just been absolutely phenomenal well
1: living in south beach because we're basically at sea level and sometimes in certain areas below sea level This week And because of the supermoon That was here the other day There has been like Crazy flooding I mean like The other day I went out To my car And I'm driving To get on the highway To go to work And it's like a sunny day Like it is today And there's just Massive flooding And it's so odd
0: There's a lot There's a lot of Water movement right now Um, And and kind of the I don't want to say it's cool, but it is neat to see. There's like a lot of bait fish out there now, too. Yeah. So you'll be sitting out there and you see like these big splashes. Jumping and stuff. it's like, and you'll go to put your hand to paddle and you'll see like a flutter of fish and everything. Um, I haven't seen anything big this these past couple of days, but but they're out there. So Megan, our, our weather girl. <laughs>
1: <give us laughs> when I was young, I used to think about maybe wanting to be a weather girl. Do it. Well, I went to college and meteorology class was like so freaking hard. I don't know I'm why, not it like would a science based why would be hard. Why would it be hard? Because science stuff. You have to take science classes. But here's Those what weather I girls are not just like here's pretty girls. Here's what I understand. They're
0: here's smart. Here's, I'm sure they're not dumb. <laughs> but here's what I get from the from the weather side of things. Like for, if you're a weatherman or weather girl, don't we all get this information from one place, right? <laughs> don't we all get it from whether it's like the weather center or the weather chain? Yeah. And don't you just like regurgitate? No, I know everybody has their super Doppler Viter, Viper X <laughs> Track Four three things, right? but the computer models can really show you things and then then you just have a ri- when was the last time you saw an extremely unattractive weather person never it doesn't happen never never it doesn't never, happen never.
1: we have a really pretty weather girl in Miami on the I'm that sure I watch. you do I'm sure you have eight <laughs> of them in yeah, Miami yeah all really pretty so here's some interesting facts that actually the weather channel uh, put out here are some things to know about Joaquin. The first one, this is actually and if you're really listening to
0: this, you know, n- the following week, this is probably too late for you, but- Yes,
1: well, for those of you, if you're listening and you're on the East Coast, though, keep in mind that- even if it doesn't directly hit you, regardless of where Joaquin directly hits the United States, the East Coast is going to see significant impacts from this large-scale weather pattern. So they're saying that heavy rain can cause that flash flooding sure. and river flooding in portions of the Mid-Atlantic into the Carolinas and the cen- Central Appalachians.
0: Yep. Um, now, I think everybody north of Florida is supposed to get a lot of rain. Yes, this a lot of rain. So were you around when Hurricane Andrew hit?
1: Hurricane Andrew destroyed my grandmother's house.
0: Now, where were you?
1: I was living in Miami Beach, and we were evacuated. And my mom was dating my stepfather at the time, and he lived in Boca Raton. So we actually, I remember being, I was five. So
0: did, did Boca get hit? It's not as bad. No, did it, it was get hit? terrible
1: weather. It was really, really terrible weather and rain. But no, since the eye of the storm went over Miami, yeah. it was really bad up here. But. I mean, I was five, so I remember it. we couldn't go outside. like It was terrible rain, but my grandmother, she lived in an area called Homestead, yep. which was completely, completely, completely yeah. destroyed. Yeah. And like the National Guard- Where was she? She was in her home. She didn't want to leave. Okay. And the National Guard was going door to door, forcing people to Did leave. Did they force her to leave? Or they forced her to leave. Okay. They were forcing everybody in these neighborhoods. So my dad, who was living in- Miami at the time had to come get her.
0: And where did she go back up to Boca with? Yeah, she was with okay. my
1: dad and they went up to like Broward. And her
0: house completely wiped completely out? Completely
1: destroyed. And that was so terrible. What was so terrible about that aside from the fact that she lost everything at the time was, I mean, this was 20 something years ago. So... She had no, I- they had no idea the damage until it was safe for them to go back down there. So the hurricane hit, everything was destroyed, but they weren't able to go back to that neighborhood and get in for two days. Yeah. So she had no idea what she was going to see yeah. when she went down there. So it was like a very emotional and traumatic time for her and my father. And then she ended up living with my father for a while before she was able to, you know, is she get still Is she still alive? Yeah, she, she turned 91 in oh, August. Oh, happy birthday. Happy belated Nana. Nana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> banana, um, So does she panic now with hurricanes no, or is it kind of like, you know what? Not Screw at all. Screw it. And you know, it's, it's crazy. The worst of it all.
1: And that's the thing is as crazy as it sounds is I think when you've gone through something that traumatic, I mean, she lost everything. I mean, there was nothing, nothing, nothing left in her neighborhood that at this point, I think one, all these years later, I think she's you realize like how little material things really mean, you know, so she's not necessarily, let's say as concerned with any sort of destruction. And also when you've lived through something like that and she sees things like, Oh, that they might bring some heavy rain. She's not leaving her house.
0: Now, now, since then, have you experienced any other bad ones?
1: So I've been here for many, many hurricanes. I know that there was one in 2005. I was up at college. I think that was Wilma. Yep. And that's the one that, like all of South Florida had no power. It was Wilma
0: and, and Katrina. Actually people don't yeah. remember. Katrina came across Florida, hit us first, and it was kind of like, uh, you know not yeah. that of a it not the deal. Strength, and then it gained strength. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but yeah. Wilma was Wilma was a little worse than Katrina for us per se. Yeah. Um, and that's when actually when we moved down here we oh went. Oh God, that. welcome to Florida. That and was
1: like ten years ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And uh, it was um, I mean it was crazy it was um we were, we were staying in gina's dad's house and you know he had things that were like locked down um but it was still kind of like
1: my mom's up neighborhood they didn't have her my sister was living with her at the time they didn't have power for like nine days it's crazy. my sister i remember was going to the gas station at like three o'clock in the morning and waiting in these crazy lines to fill up cars because yeah. i remember in boca obviously boca raton it's very beautiful there's lots of new neighborhoods so a lot of you know and like, packed
0: with a lot of people
1: lots of people <laughs> and there's golf courses and whatnot and I remember coming home um, a a month or so after that hurricane had hit and tons and tons of neighborhoods like huge trees and destruction everywhere so it's funny because now I mean remember how a couple weeks ago there was maybe the threat of that hurricane it's funny how now we can become so jaded to it like up until the last minute I got some bottled water but you know, you sort of think like, well, ah, here's the, we'll well, the, the, okay. there's
0: just two sides of this. And I, I do realize that is, you know, one is, you know, you, what you just said, where you're just kind of like, oh, it's category one, whatever, you know, let's just kind of like batten down the hatches types of deal, which, but you never know like how bad it could be. Of course It could really way, way worse. But the other side of it is like you have, those idiots at the weather channel, which I say that truly because yeah. it's so sensational. Well, they're just fear mongers, just fear mongers. They, they name like now we have named winter storms, which is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Right. And the funny thing is there's no such thing. If you look at the national national weather center, there's no, they don't, they don't name <laughs> some, the actual names come from the weather channel and they're all like these crazy names. Like Joaquin is not necessarily scary. You had like Felix and you'll have, you know, something like, you know, Deborah or whatever it is. But when the weather channel names, these winter storms, it's like, you know, winter storm you know agatha and you know this is winter storm apocalypse we're gonna call this one apocalypse you know it's crazy do uh, you know
1: joaquin her this is the first time that name has been used for a hurricane
0: i did not know yeah i they I, they haven't you done jake they've never jake.
1: done they've never done megan never megan no
0: it's too sweet of a name. That's right. <laughs> she's gonna come over and just you know. Nobody's gonna respect a hurricane, she's Meg. She's gonna she's <laughs> gonna spread flowers everywhere. No, um, we we had a couple actually when I grew up in Virginia. I mean, we still get hit in Virginia. Yeah, my
1: boyfriend grew up in North Carolina. And
0: um, I remember it was two thousand and four, two thousand three, I think. Um, it was my, uh, we were in, I was in college at the time, and we the, up there we got we. What they get hit with? I forget the name of it.
1: When you're in college, it's fun though. You're like, great, well, let's get we were, beer. We, we're gonna party. Well, we
0: were further inland, and this one I forget the name of it. Um, Isabel Hurricane Isabel. That was it, which hit the um, like, yeah, I don't. It, was, it hit the Hampton Roads area, and um, so my my dad had called me and said, um, I don't want. My older sister, she was, um, she's like two or three years older than me, and she had a daughter, Abigail, and she said, "He said, I don't want them here for the storm. Can they come up with you?" Now I am a twenty, you know, one year old college kid at this point, God. living with like my three <laughs> of my buddies and whatever, and I'm like, "Sure." I don't know how this is gonna work out, but come on, because we were just gonna party all weekend, and so I had never been in the biggest fight with my roommate, my best friend to this day, but we got in this massive fight because he wanted to do a party at the house. I told him no. I was like my, you know, my my niece is going to be here. And he asked my sister, my sister was like it's fine. You know, we'll just go out, you know, we won't be here and cuz she just didn't want to like, in, you know, encroach on us. And I just like I had never said worse things to him that I did like that one night. <laughs> I was like this is ridiculous. It's my sister, my niece. I was, you know, I blew it out of proportion and it actually turned out to be fine. But I do remember like the like the, the family stories like we had just ended up like I forget, we do like launching water balloons into the wind or launching like <laughs> eggs into the wind and stuff like that. Real mature things. Real mature things. But uh, but yeah, so my sister and my niece stayed with us for a couple days because they actually lost power for like a week or two and stuff like that. So um, yeah, that was my Hurricane Isabel story. But
1: I got a bunch of hurricane supplies recently because, you know, it just do you makes have a you generator? think. No, I don't have a generator. But I live in a building that has backup generators and whatnot because I don't live in a house. I have an apartment. Right. But we got a bunch. It was so funny because I, the one thing I was like, we need to make sure we have at least water water you know everything else toilet paper water and toilet paper and cat food that was like <laughs> the things <laughs> the essentials I get it. yes yes you know what it's like to be a girl with not wearing a, a wedding ring or an engagement ring and you're just checking out tons and tons of cat food and toilet paper <laughs> i'm like why don't you throw in an us weekly magazine <laughs> while you're at <laughs> it? let's see what the kardashians are up to but it's so funny because my boyfriend he was more of a skeptic about it, and he kept saying, "We don't need this stuff, we don't need this stuff, and it ended up that we just ended up like having all these water bottles, and we were drinking yeah. water bottles forever.
0: We used to fill up the tub with water, yeah, fill up the tub with water, um, and of course, toilet paper, and my and mom gets a, food. My
1: mom uses a fondue pot and uh like with the the flame that you can get yeah. you know like the little fire thing and she was she because she lived through that one you know a couple 10 years ago with no power or anything and she figured out ways that you can like cook in it and you can make coffee and all wow. of these things and I told my boyfriend I'm like if anything happens we won't stay in the apartment we'll just go up to
0: Boca I did, it just hit me like I don't know what I'd do about my coffee like I would have to find You'd be cold brewing Oh, that's, that's You'd a good be idea. Cold brewing. When, when the hurricane's coming, <laughs> it's going to actually have to make cold brew you won't coffee. Need,
1: you won't need your coffee. Have maker. you ever done that? Like
0: when the power goes out, and you're like, oh, shit, the power's out. Well, I'm just going to use this. And you go yeah. to the your kitchen you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> um, yeah, so hurricane preparedness, um, you know, gas up your cars. Yes, yes. I mean, get a generator we're joking. if
1: you can. We're joking, obviously, but it Always, always pays to at least just have supplies because you never know.
0: Um, yeah, so I don't know if you do milk. Do you get you milk? can
1: buy, I mean, I, I've seen like almond milk and soy milk. You know how they have it in <gasps> oh, the boxes? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can buy those. You can get, um, I know Organic Valley, that company, they make yep. these. Um, get a Yeti
0: cooler, stack it up with chips. ice. Yeah, you could, you could do you that. Stack up your coolers and you know put some things in there. But. Um, oh, canned goods. Beans.
1: They say you should have enough food for three days per person. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So it's wish everybody luck up there. But those were our hurricane stories. Um, you know, it's it's just it's just tricky. You know, you just got to just keep an eye on it.
1: OK, I want to ask you a question. I don't know if we've talked about this. Go before. for it. I like these. I ones. Um, Are we going to play? So like I have a girlfriend. No, I have a girlfriend that grew up in California. Yeah. And we were talking one time a while ago and she grew up like in Studio City, L.A. and lives out in Santa Monica now. And we were talking about natural disasters and I made a comment to her one time and I said, God, I cannot imagine how scary it would be to live through an earthquake. We're just sitting here, you're doing your thing, then all of a sudden an earthquake happens and oh my God, how terrifying. To her, having grown up with those, she thinks the idea of a hurricane is so much scarier because she thinks the idea of seeing something on TV, like the impending doom, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, is so much scary. So for you, What do you think? Would you rather have something happen and then boom, it's over and you don't, you just have to deal with it or the time to prepare. And even if it's horrible, you knew it was coming the whole time. I've been
0: through both. Okay. I've experienced an earthquake before. Yeah. That like is really scary. That scares me. Because it does there's a fault line there, but it's never, it's rarely active. And I remember it was that same year, junior year of college, I was sitting at my desk and then it actually, it literally what I had thought it was was my my roommate. He lived like you know on the other side of the wall. I literally thought he was taking his foot and like like just kept like hitting like the um like the wall with his dresser it was like bam bam bam, bam 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 like that. And so I finally got up and I walked in there and I was like, I was like, what are you? And he was like laying on and he was like laying on his like uh, on his bed. I'm like, oh my god! And then like we felt it and I'm like, oh my god! What is? What is this? And this is before Twitter. This is before all that yeah. stuff. And so we turned on like local news that you never watch in college. And sure enough, within like, you know, a couple minutes that, you know, we experienced an earthquake. Now, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like we had to evacuate, but it was enough. So you could feel it. I personally, I would much rather know that something's coming. Something's coming. Me too. Because here's the thing is if it's a category five, let's say the worst of the worst coming, I'm going to take my family. I'm going to take my dogs. And you know what? We're going to get out of here. And at least we'll be safe. We'll go up to Virginia. We'll go inland. We'll do whatever. Fine. If you're like in an earthquake and like a crazy earthquake, like the ones you see really bad, right? Mm-hmm. And they're out of nowhere, I mean, you don't have much time. So, you know, the hurricane gives you warning.
1: That's what I think.
0: And, you know, I there, I guess there are maybe some warnings with uh, with earthquakes. Mm-hmm. And the ones, the, the majority of the ones they experience there aren't like earth shattering. Yeah, now, no, I know. They, I have they been, happen all they the ha- time. They have been, but they happen all the time. So I think she's also kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She's taking. Um, taking advantage of them but she's just kind of being naive about them because you know they experience them a lot and they're not like the big ones now you get a big one coming out of nowhere and you literally have five seconds to leave like a building i'd much rather know that i have three days to leave this building because it's yeah insane, so. i mean
1: i guess you could or er- you could compare earthquakes even to tornadoes in the sense that there's very little warning yes. time that those, scares the see, shit tor- out of me tornadoes are, so are scary. Very scary. and
0: we get those here and i've never experienced experienced them before but i always think like being in the Midwest and kind of a looking up, and you see this massive like funnel cloud. Thing would, coming towards you. I would, I would literally poop myself. I would literally, <laughs> be like, oh my god, this is it! And you see cows going around in it and everything. Twister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we did when I when we went out fishing. I told, I think I told you that we saw some funnel clouds. Yeah. Uh, now those are like this, um, not the I guess waterspouts, waterspouts kind of? or whatever. And those do not turn into um, you know tornadoes or anything like that. They're usually just you know really quick um but like i'm talking about the massive ones that are just scary like it can be dangerous that literally can just like wipe out uh-huh. everybody i i'll deal with the, i'll deal with the hurricanes because i know too. i have fair warning to go Me so too. yeah so those so those of
1: you living in the midwest and out west we salute you yeah
0: um and then there's no safe place to go you go to like minnesota it's gonna be damn cold yeah that's true and i uh, always
1: think about that like where's the place that you could go in the country where you wouldn't have to worry about you're never safe in a, life yeah you're, you're never not. safe in life.
0: I mean, especially <laughs> if you have to get up in a car and go somewhere, you're never safe. Um, sp- speaking of storms, um, so we have Lucy. Um, who is You this, may have heard of her. You may have her. heard her name before. <laughs> um, so, But she gets really, really scared when it comes to storms. Um, rain, a lot of dogs get really rain, scared. Rain she's okay with, but down here it's just very just, it's, it's rarely just rain. She's like thunderstorms and she you I can look in there and see she's starting to freak out because she she can sense that a storm's coming and our friends have been telling us these things called uh, thunder vests okay and what it is cuz she literally freaks out she panics her mouth's shaking she's drooling everywhere i mean she can't literally like if you take her out to, go to the bathroom and let's say she hasn't gone to the bathroom in like 6 hours she's not she going to go she just is not going to go you try and give her a treat she throws it at her, nothing she just she's freaked out and so we feel really bad about this um, cuz we get so we get storms like every single day our friends have been trying what's called these Thunder Vests. And it's basically like, you know how some people put like shirts on their dogs and stuff like okay. that? Okay. But it's a little bit thicker. I have it. I should have pulled it out. It's a little bit thicker, and it like wraps them tightly. Okay. And I would say everybody that we've talked to, and we know we have another friend who their dog, Marley, is, is equally as bad, like freaks out. And they say that when they put this, if you put it on before the storm, <clears throat> it's not like they're just a completely normal dog but they're not as freaked out as they normally are. And so I guess the thought process is, is that they feel comforted, they feel held, and mm-hmm. they feel safe and everything. Aww. So we just bought one for Lucy yesterday. Okay. Um, it wasn't crazy expensive, like $35. You got it online? No, I got it at the pet store. Okay. Um, and so we we put it on her last night, and she was just kind of like walking around with it, like, why is this on? <laughs> there was no storm or anything. We just put it on. Um, but we're going to try it next time if I see there's any storms coming or anything. That's
1: smart. One of my friends, his, uh, his family dog... I was hanging out with him the other day and there was a thunderstorm and the dog was like completely losing its mind. And and you feel terrible for the dog because they have no idea what's going on.
0: Yeah, so, I I mean... You never
1: hear cat people talking like this. I'm just throwing
0: it out there. I I don't get the cat thing. (laughs) They're awesome animals. I love them. I just don't trust them i always think they're up to something they're capering on something i mean impl- like i was holding i guess they don't even like to be held but i was holding my sister's cat and i like picked it up and I maybe i just don't know how to pick it up i think you just don't know how to pick it I kinda, up i kind of like picked it up i was like ah and uh and then like it bit me but like not like crazy like but it was it was kind of like give me a warning shot and i was like oh my god and uh you just You're like it, oh, i hate cats with yeah with dogs like if they're gonna bite you you can almost like feel that you know it's coming on but with cats it's like Cats can just turn on you in a second. You know, and it's just... The good thing is you can drop them from like two feet because they always land on their feet. (laughs) Uh, I don't drop cats on purpose, but um, (laughs) it startles you when they bite your finger. Um, So we did get the... We got the Thunder Vest for Lucy. I can't wait to hear how that works. Um, Yeah, it's going to be... I I really hope that it works. Um, We'll see. Uh, I'll report back on it. So if you have dogs who or scared or I don't know if you could do it for a cat, but animals cats don't get scared. Brody doesn't get scared stars. either. Little little chubby Brody. She just kind of she just goes and sits in her um in her little like bed and you know is completely wants food. Fine. <laughs> and just wants food. So that was the Thunder Vest. Um, you know we were talking about going to you know California and trips and everything mm-hmm. like that. So I and we talked about cable. Um, yes, I, we did. <laughs> I am not. I'm not like I don't watch movies. I don't watch. Uh, I don't watch uh, TV shows. If I do watch any movies, they're like, they're like comedy movies, right? It's just kind of, you know, I just want to be entertained. I want to laugh and then let's call it a day, right? Uh, and I've never, b- I've been very cynical about movies and like actors. I'm like, oh my God, you literally just go in there and read lines. I get it. It's hard. I was nervous speaking in front of people, <laughs> but some people like you can just do it, right? <laughs> I don't think it takes a lot of talent to sit up there and be funny, right? And so I've been very cynical. Like I just don't watch movies. However, I was on the um, uh, uh, plane. To, yes, you were. I was on a plane to California, <laughs> and it was enough to like watch two movies. Um, so the first movie I watched was a movie called Get Hard with Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. This is not the movie I'm talking about. Uh, was, it was it funny? It was funny, but it was kind it's of stupid. It made me laugh out loud. But you know, what? Okay. I'm not going to watch it again. The second movie I thought was absolutely phenomenal. It was like one of those movies. Like I have been talking to people. Like you never watch movies. Why are you telling me about that? Because it was like it was really good. So the movie is called. Love and Mercy. And I love it. You don't even know what this I is even yet. I don't know it. I've been kind of singing some songs this while you've been here and you, know, <laughs> I haven't, you haven't figured it out. So basically what it is, it's the, uh, it's, it's, I guess you could say it's an autobiography, but it's the story of Brian Wilson who is who was the lead singer of the Beach Boys and who was one of the founding members of the Beach oh. Boys. Yeah, do, do you know the Beach Boys? I know who Okay, we're, are. we're getting somewhere now. If everybody had an Yes, machine. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I don't know if everybody knew this, but Brian Wilson w- had a lot of mental issues. Oh, wow, I did not know oh, that. Yeah, so I'll tell you the story. And so, uh, Brian Wilson, you know, very, very, you know, Beach Boys became very popular. And, you know, it was like f- after their first album, they started doing some touring and he had a panic attack on the plane. Like, he was brian wilson did the writing composing um, you know singing and you know played and, like he was he's like he's like a savant like mm-hmm. he just can get all this stuff done but it has a, like a lot of um yeah you know social anxiety which i can understand and so after touring and stuff he had a panic attack like on the airplane thought he was going to die and like asked his bandmates and everything saying listen i'll continue to write the music you guys they're about to go on tour in japan he said, "You guys go on Japan. We have a person who can fill in for my for my voice. You know, he's great. At what he does, I'll sit here and compose and make the next record, and you guys just come back and put the vocal tracks on and everything." And they said, "You know, we really want you, but we'll do it." So he stayed back, and he created the. It's a legendary album called Pet Sounds. So the one you were thinking of was Surfing USA, that mm-hmm. was like their first album. Um, this next one's called Pex Pet Sounds. And so he was famous for literally, he would, you know, ask for a horse. He wanted a horse's voice. He always wanted these other different like voices in there. And then he would literally, for different sounds, like on like the piano, mm-hmm. if they just weren't like, he he just had this like, he had this thing about, he just knew how it sounded in his head and he wanted to get it out. So he'd put like bobby pins on top of like the strings of piano To get the sound like the reverberating oh sound Of how he wanted on there And after watching this movie and then listening to something I'm like oh my god that's what it is And he'd he'd be infamous for doing like like 14 takes like 8 hours in the studio Just to do like one song type of deal Because he was trying to get out of his head Like the perfect thing And if it wasn't perfect he'd scrap it and do it yeah. So this shows his early life And it shows like how he actually got into drugs He's big into psychedelics and everything And then here's the cool part And then it flashes forward to when Brian Wilson now flashes forward to like the 90s. And Brian Wilson's played by John Cusack. Do you know who John Cusack is? I know who John Cusack is. And so John Cusack, and this is where I was talking about the actors, he literally like takes on being Brian Wilson That's cool Where I like I, I actually
1: I've seen the commercials For this movie Yeah
0: And so he like And John Cusack I mean he's got an interesting Look to him But you know He's kind of like A good looking guy Typical of playing like kind of Some of those comedy Drama mm-hmm. types of thing But he literally Kind of takes on this Like this slouched over Little heavyweight Type of like, like Body language everything. Yeah just And I was like Oh my god Like he literally Turned into him Now if you look at John Cusack and Brian Wilson They don't look alike But you could just like Oh my god He's Brian Wilson And so And then it flashes forward To you know, of how he's actually dealing with this. And the big story about um, Brian Wilson is that he was a, um, uh, so he had all these issues and stuff, and then he had like a doctor take care of him, but the doctor did like 24-hour care, meaning Brian Wilson couldn't be by himself. So if you wake up in the middle of the night, somebody was there watching him and talking to him and everything. If he went on dates, somebody was there talking with him. Wow. And so it actually became very, it became a huge issue um, because now the doctor was now helping him produce things and now getting paid money to do things. And now was saying, you know, I'm going to be your business partner now. Where We really crossed the line. So the story, I'm not going to tell the whole thing, but the story uh, talks about like what evolved from when he was younger to when he was And it kind of kept flashing back and flashing forward. Um, and it was really cool because you know, Beach Boys were actually my first concert. That really? I, I was like six. Oh, my parents wow. took me. It was raining. I had to pee really bad. And I remember my mom looking at me. She's like, just pee your pants. It's fine. Everything's (laughs) fine. Just pee your pants. Um, So so I've always kind of it's not like I have like albums of Beach Boys and I'm a Beach Boys savant, but I always had a kind of thing. I was like, you know, I like, I like that stuff. And so when I was watching it, I was just like, this, this is just awesome. And the cool thing was, I was actually thinking about it like because when Brian Wilson, when they were doing Pet Sounds and all these things, I mean, this kid was like in his early 20s, like late teens, early wow. 20s, mid 20s. And here they are like talking about, I mean, they literally have houses like on the beach in Malibu and they're and they're talking about like, you know, um, the Beatles and what the Beatles were saying, because there was a little bit of competition between the two. Um, but it was really cool to kind of see, like, man, this like, like this young kid or somebody who's like my age at this time. You know during that period super successful like what was he doing it was just a really really good story so what's that, the name of it again it's called love and mercy love and mercy yeah and i think this love and mercy song is why i'm not like a beach boys you know connoisseur i think it's one of the songs he came out it's like one of the solo songs uh, but they went through it's really cool they went through kind of like the evolution of how they created a few of the songs that's cool uh, like one of the things they were talking about where how they came up with good vibrations was they were sitting there at the piano playing mm-hmm and brian wilson and the guy mike love who's like he kind of is now the lead singer and everything um they were kind of getting to fight because like you know brian what is you know what are you doing you know it you just want to put stuff in your head and it's not sounding right and then they were talking about a dog and they're like you know what hey you know the dog can pick up some of our vibrations so maybe we shouldn't yell or whatever and stuff like that and you see them both kind of look at each other and the next thing they start then they start playing like good vibrations mm-hmm. and everything so it was just really cool to kind of see how that all formed and i didn't i didn't you don't know those things about you don't know those things about you just think the beach boys oh my gosh whatever here's another thing too do you know that none of like only one of them actually surfed none of them yeah none of them surfed and this is and i knew this about them before the movie and they actually made a mention to it because they were talking about like doing like a second album like after they did you know Surf and safari and Mm -hmm. you know california girls and all these things and there's a discussion between the band members where they're talking about you know do we want to do a new sound and they're like you know listen the surfers hate us. You know what? We don't surf. There's <laughs> only one of us surf. So he's like, we need to do something different. Like, everybody that goes to the beach is, like, not <laughs> listening to us. So we need to do something else. But it's really cool. It's just, um, that's, that's Jake's movie pick for the week. Wow. Wii. Yeah. I um, can't believe you saw a movie. I can't believe you saw two movies. I had to. I was on an airplane.
1: Did you watch anything on the way home? No.
0: No. <laughs> I, I, did I watch it? No. I don't think it had, like, um. Didn't have the effect on you if you did. <laughs> no, it didn't, and I don't think there was like a screen, so whatever. That's so funny. Yeah, so that was um, so that was my Jake's. Movie that's book. our pop culture. We're not going <laughs> to do that every week because I don't watch <laughs> movies. That's Jake's. That's Jake's yearly pick.
1: Next week he'll download us all on Frozen, the <laughs> sing along version. I, I know that. And I
0: actually don't like Frozen, but I digress. We'll save that for <laughs> another podcast. Um,
1: every single young girl and mom across the country just shut off our podcast. They
0: did, um, and I
1: think I've never even seen it. I feel like I need to see it just to see it Because it's so ingrained in
0: our pop culture It's no Lion King Like Lion King is Yeah. Lion King is the cat's meow And the pun intended Everything (laughs) you want to say for that I mean Lion King is where it's at That's like If you were to say I had to watch one You know One Disney movie for the rest of my life It would have to be Lion King
1: Yeah Yeah I'm trying to think of mine I love The Little Mermaid
0: Yeah No one's into that right now Hey. I think that was cheap. Like like Lion King, it's like, I mean, it's raw, right? I mean. (laughs) It's the pride. Like maybe somebody who does not get upset when you see Mufasa die. And like, you know, Simba. Spoiler alert. And Simba, if anybody has not seen Lion King. (laughs) um, And when Simba goes up to him, like tucks his his head up under his arm. I mean, it's just, it's, and you're watching with your daughter or your kid. It's like, you, it's like you you start crying. (laughs) And then like, you know, it's the whole, you know, leaving and coming back. Um, It's just, it's. That's where it's at, is The Lion King. They need to make more... They did. They, you they know, made like a, a sequel, Do you know there's, terrible. like, a Lion King, like, four? <laughs> really? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but it's funny. My sister and I always say that, like, um, they could have used somebody with more brawn to play Simba's voice. They use, like, Matthew Broderick. And so he's sitting there talking. <laughs> you're like, oh, my God, I can't take him seriously. But, uh, yeah, that's... I'm literally rambling on about <laughs> movies now. This is what's happening to me. Um, and so the last thing I actually want to get into... This is
1: cool. I didn't know that you knew about this as well. Yeah.
0: So... Um, this is our last topic of the day, guys. So if you want to shut off soon, you can. Don't worry. Um, we, I was talking, we, we were going to talk a little about politics, too. We covered health. We covered movies. Man, Jesus <laughs> Look at us. This is like going to be your great afternoon drive home. And so um, we were talking about politics. Megan and I were. Of kind of like who our ideals fall in line with and all these types of things. So there's actually a website out there um, called isidewith.com. And it doesn't, you know, at first it asks you, I think the way you do it, it's first it asks like, who do you think you're going to vote for? And you, you know, pick the person and you take your next step. And the next step is... Um, it actually walks you through questions and you can do like a basic questions or you can do like advanced like give me everything you get throw this kitchen sink at me and I did that one I don't know if that's the one you Mm -hmm. did and so it takes you through economic issues takes you through social issues education education foreign policy immigration immigration, everything
1: and it's really it's actually fun I played it I went to um, I did it a couple weeks ago because I saw the link online and um, then yesterday I was with uh, one of my best friends and we went out for a happy hour and I was sitting there and he's completely on the other end of the spectrum than i am and what I, end of the
0: spectrum are you on Megan? i mean
1: i'm sort of in the middle maybe lean so what's, left. what's the opposite of i middle? lean i lean more left you lean more left he's okay. like all the way right i mean he's okay. all the way right and then just keeps moving out and um i i said to him i was like oh we have to take this quiz let me play this quiz with you so i was asking him the questions and he was getting really advanced in it and it's fun i mean you can answer yes or no and then yep. you can get if you want to get more detailed into it and yeah. It's it takes maybe ten minutes, five it minutes. It took me thirty. Really? I took
0: it seriously. Like wow. I didn't do like the yes or no. I always did like the expand. So did he, so did he. Yeah, because it's 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 not yes or no for everything. So
1: it's
0: who did, who, did, who did he stand with? So
1: we encourage everybody out there to take this. It's just fun to know. Sure. So he actually his number one basically for those of you out there that want to know how you do this, you take this quiz and then you hit results and it will show you in order who of the candidates right now you most closely align with. And it'll give you like percentages and then it will show you. It's good
0: because what it does is it, you're you're not picking people because of, you know, what you think you know and everything like that. You're just basically saying, here is what I say on this policy. Here and is it what will I show you,
1: yeah, and then it will actually show you if you click on the different candidates, how closely aligned you are, like what your answers were compared yeah. to what their But it, but it spits is.
0: one out and says, you are X percent close with, uh-huh. bam.
1: So... I Who's your friend? Who's your friend? So, Taylor was closest to Jeb Bush.
0: Okay, which is not crazy, right?
1: I was closest to Joe Biden. Oh man. And what were you?
0: Worse. What? I was closest to Bernie Sanders. I knew you were going to say that. So, I, I I from from a social standpoint, I just I'm as, I'm as far left as you can be. And I was surprised because I didn't think that I'd side with Bernie Sanders with like a lot of other things. Um but when it came to economic issues like because it shows you a breakdown of where Uh you and your person broke he bernie sanders and i did not like i think we 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 disagreed on every single economic issue yeah
1: i think i mean because it will show you like what
0: percentage joe biden were you what
1: percentage i think i was like 81 okay and mostly because of environmental things and education but nothing really like economic wise
0: yeah um yeah i, I think mine was like 87 percent wow bernie sanders and the second place one was um was joe biden at 86 percent wow and then i think my third funny enough was actually donald trump <laughs> which is crazy <laughs> that it went from bam bam yeah bam. it's very with the social with the um, with the economic questions but uh, it's really cool because it helps you break down like if so many like it's so hard to say here's it's so hard to say well i'm gonna do some research by myself and you just don't know what to research it's right true. unless you want to sit down and say okay what is the abortion issue and you're gonna get things from all in and i think it's actually a very nonpartisan partisan um, yeah setting. it's not it's not it's cool.
1: towards anything it's actually a really and cool so, quiz. but
0: it but it'll give you it'll say like you know let's, let's touch on a hot topic i'll say you know abortion do you think that you know is the, it yes or no and then you, do you can think expand? That, do you think that the government should um you know should make a law about you know abortion or whatever i'm just summarizing what it is so it's yes no and then you can expand it to say uh, yes but, but this or, or yes no. and this mm-hmm. or no but this no and this and so um, it was really cool I, I found myself not answering like yes or no to a lot of it. it was like more expanded yeah really, no so.
1: it's great it's actually a really fun thing and for me for example I don't really I don't really know a lot about certain things and sure. a lot of these candidates and it can be very dense and overwhelming yes. and you know so it's kind of cool now I know things that i want to look into and study and that certainly doesn't mean that i'm going to go vote for joe biden any yeah. more than you might I vote think, for bernie but it just you know i was talking i
0: was talking to somebody who was actually at this this conference because we're talking about alternative daily you know we do health and we're starting to do some news and everything and he was like well you know which you know are you gonna do conservative or you know liberal news i'm like no i just like, i don't think i'm gonna put any label to it here's where i really want to structure it because it's it's what i think and i actually think that it's what, what a lot of people think it's going to be about you know less government taking care of people but trying to put more money back in your pocket and i was like tell me find me a person that doesn't agree with any of that it's true and he was like no he's like it's right that's awesome i'd love to do something like that and i was like because if you take away all the issues and stuff if i were to tell you we're gonna have less government but we're gonna take care of the other folks you know that need it um, and we're gonna put more money in your pocket oh who wouldn't want that right and so that's um and that's why i think I actually disagree with that. I guess I sided with Bernie Sanders because there's some of like the economic things that I don't disagree with him, and it's kind of like I I, I think majority of people stand with exactly what I just said right there, and so um, it's it just gets so polarizing mm-hmm. when you're when you're just trying to figure out you know because he's pretty far left, and I don't necessarily say that I'm that far left, but then there's the other guys that's straight far right, but um you know it it we'd be. We'd be remiss if we didn't say anything about, you know, Mr. Trump and his surge in polls. And yeah. um, it's, I think, like I said, just people are just really happy to see someone just say whatever they want, regardless of whether you think it's bad or good. He's just saying, here's what I'm doing. I'm, you know, what? I am not taking any money from, you know, anybody. I'm funding my own campaign. Here's where I stand. You want it? Great. You don't? Fine. Uh, and I like that. And Bernie Sanders is doing something similar because he's actually, he is taking money, but it's for like smaller grassroots campaigns. And you're seeing the establishment, which is, like the Bush and the Clintons, like they're not leading. If, if somebody to tell you like a year ago that Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton were not leading the pack, you'd call them crazy, right? Yeah, that's true. And so it's, I think it's good. It, it, as with anything with time, you need to kind of like weed yeah, it out. Yeah, there's still so much time uh, left. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, as I tell people all the time, like even my lib, my, my farther liberal friends, I'm like, you know, Donald Trump's not an idiot. He's, he's not no, stupid in what at he's all. doing. And so he has to pander a little bit right now. I was like, but he's not stupid. But to my friends on the far right with the Donald Trump, he's going out of line a little bit, right? And so Ooh, he needs yeah. to kind of tie that in. So um, so that's kind of, you know, that, that's, that's our take on politics. And that's, you know, who we side with. Check it out. It's isidewith.com. And um, you can find out who you. Uh, it's just a fun quiz. With. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's actually going to do it for today. I think Megan started yawning on the podcast. Very well, rude, the, cold by by is the cold brew. It's not, not as strong it as it should be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, All
1: right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to have more Alternative Daily in your life, you can find us at thealternativedaily.com. Be a great way for you guys to sign up for our daily emails. There's lots of interesting information that comes there. You can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and we are tweeting on Twitter. So find us at The Alternative Daily. Our podcast is available at thealternativedaily.com. We are also on soundcloud.com and we are on iTunes. We've been featured before in the New and Noteworthy yeah, section. We so we are a pretty big deal. Ah. Thank you guys so much for talking, joining us today while we talked.
0: Thank you. And um the hats are being sent out to everybody mm-hmm. who is expecting them and so is the coffee. I can't wait to bring
1: time. Colin and I are bringing our hats to Austin.
0: Are you really? That's right. You should bring your um coffee too
1: no I'm not bringing this coffee I'm not sharing that coffee with anyone
0: I found that uh, like people um, this is like the the bonus version right <laughs> <laughs> I found that people like don't have grinders because it is whole bean mm-hmm. and so when I give it to people they're like oh I don't have a grinder I'm like you don't have a grinder uh, such can, an elitist but you can use you can use like a magic bullet you yeah. can I've even used like a you can use like a how about my blender. ninja you can use oh, you and now use it's an, time to go you can use a Vitamix you can yeah if you have, yeah. um, if you have a ninja Give Just it away. shut the podcast off now. I yeah, love my ninja. If you have a ninja, get a magic bullet instead. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. And we'll talk to you next week.